Cantos one to four of Book Six of the Ramayana of Balmiki. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by O One Two Three. Book Six of the Ramayana of Balmiki, translated by Ralph D. H. Griffith. Canto One. Rama's speech. The son of Ragu heard, consoled, the wondrous tale Hanuman told, and as his joyous hope grew high, in friendly words he made reply. Behold a mighty task achieved, which never heart but his conceived. Who else across the sea can spring, save Bayu and the feathered king? Who passed the portals strong and high, Which Nagas, gods, and fiends defy, Where Ravan's hosts their station keep, And come uninjured over the deep? By such a deed the Wingard's son Good service to the king has done, And saved from ruin and disgrace Lakshman and me and Ragu's race. Well has he planned and bravely fought, and with due care my lady sought. But of the sea I sadly think, And the sweet hopes that cheered me sink. How can we cross the leagues of foam That keep us from the giant's home? What can the banner legions more Than master on the ocean shore? Canto II. Sugriva's Speech He ceased and King Sugriva tried to calm his grief, and thus replied, Be to thy nobler nature true, nor let despair thy soul subdue. This cloud of causeless woe dispel, for all as yet has prospered well, and we have traced thy queen, and know the dwelling of our rakshas foe. Arise, consult, thy task must be, to cast a breeze athwart the sea. The city of our foe to reach, That crowns the mountain by the beach, And when our feet that isle shall tread, Rejoice and deem thy foeman dead. The sea unbridged his walls defy, Both fins and children of the sky, Though at the fierce battalion's head, Lord Indra's self the onset led. Yeah, victory is dying before the long breeze touched the farther shore. So fleet and fierce and strong are these, who limp them as their fancies please. Away with grief and sad surmise, that mar the noblest enterprise, and with their weak suspicion blight the sage's plan, the hero's might. Come, this degenerate weakness spawn and bid thy dauntless heart return, for each fair hope by grief is crossed, to those we love are dead or lost. Arise, O best of those who know, arm for the giant's overthrow, none in the triple world I see, who in the fight may equal thee. None who before thy face may stand, and brave the bow that arms thy hand, Trust to these mighty banners, they, with full success thy trust will pay. 
that thou shalt reach the robber's hold, and loving arms round Sita fold. Canto three, Lanka. He ceased, and Ragusan gave heed, attentive to his prudent reed, then turned again with hope inspired, to Hanuman and thus inquired, Light were the task for thee I win, to bridge the sea that gleams between the mainland and the island shore, or dry the deep and guide as over. Fain would I learn from thee whose feet have trod the stones of every street, of fenced Lanka's towers and forts, and walls and moats and guarded ports, and castles where the giants dwell, and battlemented citadel. O Bayou's son, describe it all, with palace, fort, and gate, and wall. He ceased, and, skilled in arts that guide, the eloquent, the chief replied. Vast is the city, gay and strong, where elephants unnumbered throng, and countless hosts of rakshas breed, stand ready by the car and steed. Four massive gates, securely barred, all entrance to the city, guard, with murderous engines fixed to throw, bolt, arrow, rock, to check the foe, and many a mace with iron head that strikes at once a hundred dead. Her golden ramparts, wide and high, with mossy strength the foe defy, where inner walls their reach inlay of coral, turkeys, pearl display. Her circling moats are broad and deep, where ravening monsters dart and leap. By four great pyres each moat is panned, while lines of deadly engines tanned. In sleepless watch at every gate, unnumbered hosts of giants wait. And masters of each weapon rear, the threatening pike and sword and spear. My fury hauled those ramparts down, filled up the moats that guard the town, the pyres and portals overturned, and stately Lanka spoiled and burned. However, we banner force our way over the white seat of barren sway. Be sure that city of the foe is doomed to sudden overthrow. Nay, why so vast an army lead? Brave Angat, Duvet, good at need. Fierce Mainda, Panas, famed in fight, and Nila's skill and Nala's might. And Jambaban, the strong and wise, will dare the easy enterprise. Assailed by these, shall Lanka fall, with gate and rampart, tower and wall. Command the gathering chief, and they, in happy hour, will haste away. Canto four, the march. He ceased, and spurred by warlike pride, the impetuous son of Ragu cried, Soon shall mine arm with wrathful joy the city of the foe destroy. Now, chieftain, now collect the host, and onward to the southern coast. The sun in his meridian tower gives glory to the banner power. The demon lord who stole my queen by timely flight his life may screen. She, when she knows her lord is near, will cling to hope and banish fear. Saved like a dying wretch who sips 
the drink of gods with fevered lips. Arise, thy troops to battle lead, all happy omens counsel speed. The Lord of stars in favoring skies bodes glory to our enterprise. This arm shall slay the fiend, and she, my consort, shall again be free. Mine upward-troving eye foreshows the longed-for triumph over my foes. Far in the van be Nila's post, to scan the pathway for the host, and let thy bravest and thy best a hundred thousand wait his haste. Go forth, O warrior Nila, lead the legions on through wood and mead, where pleasant waters cool the ground, and honey, flowers, and fruit abound. Go, and with timely care prevent the raucous foeman's dark intent. With watchful troops each valley guard, ere brooks and fruits and roots be marred, and search each glen and leafy shade for hostile troops in ambuscade. But let the weakling stay behind, for heroes is our task designed. Let thousands of the banner breed, the vanguard of the armies lead. Fierce and terrific must it be, as billows of the stormy sea. There be the hill-huge gorgeous place, and Gavaya's strongest of his race. Unlike the bull that leads the horde, Gavakshas by no fears deterred. Let Rishav, matchless in the mind, of warlike arms protect our right, and Gundamadan next in rank, defend and guide the other flank. I, like the god who rules the sky, born on a rabbit mounted high, on stout Hanuman's back will ride, the central host to cheer and guide. Fierce as the god who rules below, on Angad's back let Lakshman show, like him who wealth to mortal shares, the Lord, whom Sarvavama bears, the bold Shusain's impetuous might, and Vagadarsi's piercing sight, and Jambavan, whom bears revere, illustrious tree shall guard the rear. He seized the royal banner heart, and swift, obedient to his word, sprang forth in numbers none might tell, from mountain, cave, and bosky dell, from rocky ledge and breezy height, fierce banners burning for the fight. And Rama's course was southward bent amid the mighty armament. On, joyous, pressed in close array, the hosts who owned Sugriva's sway, with nimble feet, with rapid bound, exploring ere they passed the ground while from ten myriad throats rang out the challenge and the battle shout. On roots and honeycomb they fed, and clusters from the boughs overhead, all from the ground the tall trees tall, rich with the flowery load they bore. Some carried comrades wild with mart, then cast their riders to the earth, who swiftly to their feet arose, and overthrew their laughing foes. While still rang out the general cry, King Ravan and his fiends shall die. Still on, exulting in the pride, Of conscious strength the banners hide, And gazed where noble Sahaya best Of mountains raised each towering crest. 
they looked on lake and streamlet where the lotus bloom was bright and fair nor marched for rama's hest they feared where town or haunt of man appeared steal onward fearful as the waves of ocean when he rolls and raves led by their eager chieftains went the banner's countless armament each captain like a noble steed oursed by the lash to double speed pressed onward filled with chill and pride by rama's and his brother's side who high above the banner trung on mighty backs were borne along like the great lords of day and night seized by the eclipsing planet's might then lakshman radiant as the morn on ungod's shoulders high upborne with sweet consoling words that woke new order to his brother spoke soon shalt thou turn thy queen regained and impious raven's life-blood drained in happiness and high renown to dear ayutthaya's happy town i see around exceeding fair all omens of art and air auspicious breeches sweet and low to greet the banner army blow and softly to my listening ear come the glad cries of bird and deer bright is the sky around us bright without a cloud the lord of light and sukra with propitious love looks on thee from his throne above the polestar and the sainted seven shine brightly in the northern heaven and great trishanku glorious king ekshaku's son from whom we spring beams in unclouded glory near his holy priest whom all revere undimmed the two bishakas shine the strength and glory of our line and that its influence that aids our rakshas foreman fades and fades the running brooks are fresh and fair the boughs their ripening clusters bear and scented bridges gently sway the leaflet of the tender spray see with a glory half divine the banner's ordered legion shine bright as the god's exultant train who saw the demon tarak slain oh let thine eyes these signs behold and bid thy heart be glad and bold the banner squadrons densely spread over all the country onward sped while rising from the rapid beat of bears and monkeys hastening feet dust hid the art with thickest veil and made the struggling sunbeams pale now where mahindra's peaks arise came rama of the lotus eyes and the long arms resistless might and clomped the mountains with crowned height thence the surat sun beheld where billowy ocean rose and swelled past malaya's peaks and sahaya's chain the banner legions reached the main and stood in many a martial band on loud resounding ocean strand to the fair wood that fringed the tide came the surat sun and cried at length my lord sugriva we have reached king varun's realm the sea and one great thought still vexing how to cross the flood awaits us now the broad deep ocean that denies 
a passage stretched before us lies then let us halt and plan the while how best to storm the giant's isle he seized segriva on the coast by trees overshadowed stayed the host that seemed in glittering lines to be the bright waves of a second sea then from the shore the captains gazed on billows which the bridges raised to fury as they dashed in foam over baron's realm the usher's home the sea that laughed with foam and danced with waves whereon the sunbeams glanced where when the light began to fade huge crocodiles and monsters played and when the moon went up the sky the troubled billows rose on high from the wild watery world whereon a thousand moons reflected shone where awful serpents swam and showed their fiery crests which flashed and glowed illumining the depths of hell the prison where the demons dwell the eye bewildered sought in vain the bounding line of sky and main alike in shade alike in glow where sky above and sea below there wave-like clouds by clouds were chased here cloud-like billows roared and raced then shone the stars and many a gem that lit the waters answered them they saw the great souled ocean steered to frenzy by the winds and hard loud as ten thousand drums the roar of wild waves dashing on the shore they saw him mounting to defy with deafening voice the troubled sky and the deep bed beneath him swell in fury as the billows fell and of cantos one two three and four